What's going on, good people? Welcome to Life School. I'm Reverend Kojo. I am your host. We've got a lot to talk about today. Look, Life School is not about getting your panties in a bunch. It's about talking about the hard-hitting topics that you're going through today. If you're struggling, I want to talk about it. If you're hurting, I want to talk about it. If you're just flat up confused, let's talk about it too. Why? Because this is Life School. Hey, good people. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. So I'm actually just getting in from my uh, my evening swim and I, I stopped by Chick-fil-A, and the line at Chick-fil-A was too long, so I drove across town to the Chick-fil-A closer to my house, but that was out of the way uh, because I passed by the other one on the way home uh, because the line was too long. And then when I get Chick- to Chick-fil-A, I get this revelation, which has absolutely nothing to do with Chick-fil-A. But I get this revelation, um, and I don't know if it was the songs that were playing or just the fact that I was sitting in this long line that was wrapped around the building, um, but... In recent days and months, I've been kind of frustrated with God, which is, I mean, I mean, looking back, is kind of crazy, but I've just been frustrated with God. It's like the things that were supposed to be working in my life and the things that I anticipated most were not. And so I got really upset with God. Um, I'm upset with him about um, just frustrated about not being in Australia and there being about 20 days left in my internship and I'm still stateside. Uh, frustrated about a relationship that has brought me nothing but peace up until recent months, uh, not being in conversation, um, frustrated about getting other projects working and they just don't seem to be moving like I expect them to be, and just just being frustrated. And about, let's see, around May, I wrote, I, I sat down and wrote something, and I remember sitting exactly where I'm sitting now recording this, and I cried. And I said that um, if if one of my four were to fall out of order, and I'm going to talk to talk to you about that in a minute, that I would just move to Hawaii <laughs> and take the other three. Well, I don't feel an unctioning to move to Hawaii um, at the moment, or I don't feel like I, I'm in a good place to move to Hawaii. And I think I knew that when I wrote it. Um, but I was so staunch and so bent on having all four and having it all that I failed to realize how good it was to have just three. And so for me, I think everybody has the things that bring them peace, that bring them joy, that they just kind of feel like they're completely themselves. Um, And I have four big, I have, there are four big ones for me. Uh, The first one is, is in the presence of God. And so for me, that's like five o'clock in the morning, meeting God. That's also in ministry that like in the presence of God for me is also during ministry. I find like contentment, like no other doing these podcasts and preaching and teaching. And when I get calls at three, three and four o'clock in the morning, because somebody's got stuff going on, when I find out that there are things going on with my kids and I don't have biological kids, I'm talking about the kids that I minister to, um, going and helping them and, and telling them what God says, being in the, in a car and talking to intellectuals who are having issues with their faith and being able to to correlate science and history back to the word um, in a manner that 
their minds have been trained to understand. And so then it becomes the only logical choice, um, which, which helps me convert their logic to spirituality. Um, I find there is, there is a contentment and a joy for me in the presence of God and doing ministry that has made it in, it's my number one. Like it's, it's really high on the list for me and I'm grateful that it is. I'm really grateful that it is, but it's not the only of four. <clears throat> And I'm glad that God is number one and that, that I've gotten to the place where he is number one and he is the most important thing in my life. Uh, but my second one is in music. I, I, you know, I love the piano and, and then I get like a contentment, like none other directing a great choir. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but, and it's, it's usually gospel. Sometimes it's jazz, but I get a contentment like none others playing music. You know, there are some songs that I can go and I can loop the same verse over and over again just to hit a few chords because they resonate with my soul. You know, playing music and singing music and directing music has been something that I have done for a long time. I have, you know, music has been attributed to my name professionally for what uh, about 11 12 years my first successful company was a music company um and and so i you know i've i've always had this draw and this pull toward music and making things happen and it's always been peculiar to me how in the areas God has allowed me to be public about and the areas he's allowed me to be private about in music but music is one of those things that has just blessed my soul not just my person but my soul and at third place for me is the water which is crazy to some people but it is the water I don't know why but that same feeling you get from eating something sweet <laughs> or my dad says it's, it's, it's an endorphin rush but it's something about the water that calms me and it makes me feel free and and I, I just I, I don't understand uh, what it is, but a matter of fact, I'm just getting back from my swim. And after a, my 50 minute swim, and I mean, I, I put in work this evening, I just sat up under the water for a good five, six minutes and just chilled. Um, yeah, I did have a snorkel. <laughs> I, my, 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 I can't hold my breath that long, but I, I just sat there and just was cool. And I felt like I was one with the water and I, I didn't want to get out. But I knew it was time. I knew I had to get here and do this podcast. I knew I had other things to do. Um, but it's something about the water, whether racing on a jet ski, riding on a boat, swimming in a pool, um, just being around it and looking at it. It's something it just does. It, it, it We connect on a level that I, you know, I, it's like connecting with God's creation because it is. Water is one of his creations, but it's, 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 a, it's a supernatural experience for me. And the fact that I, I do get to swim on a daily basis and it does help my health and it and it is and it's by that that I no longer have high blood pressure and because I, I do swim so regularly, um, it's just one of those things that just makes me feel good and I'm incredibly grateful for. And see the but my fourth and the reason I wrote that that message to myself is that my fourth is a person. And it was a, it's a person that I didn't understand how, why, what. And, but when this person re-entered my life, it was just met with this peace that I couldn't understand. It was almost like somebody had written about Philippians. And um, 
And it was truly a peace that surpassed all understanding. And I couldn't understand it. And it was almost like everything that we did or touched was divinely incited. Things that should not have worked, uh, they worked. Things that we should not have got, well, we just didn't make sense to go. We went, and they were blessed. And we had, there was just this peace surrounding the relationship and the friendship. And so I, and, and I thanked God for, for a long time for that friendship. And so I had these four, and my four were, were overflowing, and I was incredibly grateful. And it was in these four uh, that I just kind of molded who I was. Yeah, I like clothes. I like getting dressed. I like going to the tailor. I like, you know, watching doing adventures, but these were the four things that just kind of, I guess, took me to a new dimension. And then had a, uh, an interesting summer, and my fourth went mute. And so I kind of got upset with God, and, and I almost forgot about what I had written. And my fourth went mute, but it was okay because I was going to Australia, wouldn't be around, it didn't matter. And then my plan never got on the plane to leave. Visa never came through. And I couldn't understand why, because, you know, I, hey, it was going to be okay because I was going to go to Australia, and that was like the closest thing to Hawaii. I was going to be living on the beach. Um, I was going to I was gonna learn to surf, and I was going to work this amazing job for four months. And anything that was broken or hurting me, I was going to be able to allow myself and God to put me back together. And I would come back, and it would be okay, but I never left. Why wouldn't you let me leave? So I'm sitting here dealing with this, and we're not talking, um, not paying attention to the fact that, that I'm, I'm still intact. I'm, I still have access to the throne of God. I still have access to go swim. still have access to my piano. I'm still allowed to direct choirs. But I, I couldn't understand. Still had access to my, my recording studios. Uh, but I couldn't understand why I was falling and flailing. And I was spiraling out of control. I didn't want to talk to God. <laughs> didn't want to tap into my number one. No, I didn't. I was still preaching. I was still teaching. But I didn't want to talk to God. I didn't want to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and talk to God. Um, I wasn't really playing a whole lot of music. Because my four fell out, right? And I wasn't swimming. <laughs> so <laughs> one leaves, and it's like I just began to neglect the others because I got upset. And so I began to spiral out of control mentally, but yet I looked all right physically. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated, and I'm spiritually angry. I'm, I'm upset. I'm frustrated. People asking, when you're leaving, when you're leaving. I wish I could tell you because I would like to know. <laughs> and I'm, you know, and, 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 and granted, people are excited for me, and I'm excited. You know, I was excited about it. And then after a while, I'm just frustrated, and I'm upset, and I don't understand why this is happening, what's going on. And I just couldn't understand. And as I was dealing with this thing, um, I found myself in this situation where, I uh, couldn't deal, um, and I, I was a little frustrated. And I found, and, and so I asked the Lord, I said, okay, Lord, um, well, what's the, why? why? And, and it wasn't even calm like that. It was more like, God, what in the world? Why are you doing this? Like, what, what, what is going on? And I did that for a while. And finally, one, one evening, I couldn't sleep. And in the fact that I couldn't sleep, it was about 4 o'clock in the morning. I said, well, God, what do you want? He said, your time. <laughs> Remember me? So I got out to bed, and we went and prayed and had a great prayer time. 
And as my prayer time was getting back on track, I began to, I guess, remember the things that made me feel like me. So I sat back down at the piano and I started playing again. And then I started hitting some chords that began to resonate with my soul. And I remember the joy in, in playing the piano. And then I went back to go swim because, you know, I had, didn't have a membership because I wasn't technically on campus. I was supposed to be across the waters. And so I didn't have a membership, went and paid for a membership, and I got back in the pool. And then I remember the joy that came from being on the water, being in the water. And I still was frustrated with how things were not working. But tonight, God made it really clear to me. You fo- I was focusing on what I had lost or what was not working. But I didn't realize what I still had. I was so stuck on the fact that one piece of my puzzle was not working the way that it ought to that I had neglected the other pieces that were working over time to make sure that I was still me, to make sure that I was still doing well, to make sure that I was still healthy and happy. And one of the most foolish things that I could have ever done was neglect my prayer time because it was in my prayer time that all of my battles got fought, and as I abandoned it, my battles were starting to become my own, and as my battles were becoming my own, I began to spiral out of control. And so, for, you know, I'm, I'd love for my fourth to come back. I'd love for that situation to un, unmute itself. But if it doesn't, I've got three that are working just fine. Sometimes we get so caught up on what we're losing. And as we're so caught up on what we're losing, we don't realize what's still standing. Sometimes we, you know, we, we all experience the death of a family member. And as we experience the death of a family member, we get so, so upset that they're gone. And, and granted, they do cause a hole that we forget to realize that we still got other folks sitting here. And they're now grieving too. But they're well. They're still here. And we forget to cultivate the time that was given to us. We forget to cultivate the relationships that are still alive and well. And we forget to thank God that he didn't take it all. This summer, actually, the week of finals, um, I get a Sunday night of finals, right before they started. I get a phone call from my mom telling me one of my cousins had just died in a car accident. He happened to be the police, the fire chief in one of the local municipalities in Birmingham. And she called me and she told me that it was a freak accident and he died. And his daughter was in a coma and his wife was terribly banged up. And I, be, I fervently began to pray, fervently began to pray um, because it, it was bad. It wasn't looking good for his daughter. His wife, God was basically in a body cast by the time she made it to the funeral. And I, and although I wasn't close to him, I began to mourn for all of the things that seemed to be lost in his house. His girls lost their daddy. His uh, wife lost her husband. My cousins, his parents lost their son. 
and the entire city lost their fire chief, the fire chief who was taking care of many areas, who, who reached beyond fighting fire but cultivating community relationships. And I began to mourn, but I didn't realize that we still had his legacy. We still had the memories. And as I went to his funeral, which was held at, at, a, at a basketball arena that was packed out, as I went to his funeral and I heard stories told of him and we went and we were in the processional to the funeral, to the, to the, the burial grounds and people lined the streets with flags to show their respects because they respected this man so much. It became apparent to me that although we lost a life, the legacy was still present. Don't get caught up on what you lost or how bad the situation is. Don't get caught up on the fact that your health may be not in the best place. Think about what you have. Think about the things that God has gifted you. Think about the doors he's opened for you. Think about the opportunities he's granted you. Think about all of the wondrous things that God has given. And when we do that, if the others come back, great. But if they don't, we've cultivated this culture of gratefulness. And when we are grateful to God, God typically cultivates more blessing. <laughs> he cultivates more joy and more peace. You know, what I failed to realize is that in, in one of my foregoing mute, that the other three were working overtime when I tapped into them to make sure that I was all that I needed, that I had everything that I needed. And so what I've learned of God is he's never going to leave you void. He's never going to leave you empty. And if you'll seek him with all of, all of you, he'll show you what to do. He'll show you how to go. He'll show you how far to go. And he'll make sure that all is well. Don't, don't forget. Don't forget that everything that happens, happens for your good. Y'all be blessed. This has been Reverend Kojo with Life School.